This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Heartbeat Hot Sauce. Yes, you are bringing some books to camp, I believe. Yes, you are. What else is out there, right? Just the view and the hot sauce. The Heartbeat Hot Sauce is there too. When you go back into the store and get those books at Chapters Indigo, that is... Yeah, right there. You can pick it up too. Heartbeat hot sauce. Now available at chapters. Yes, they are. Heartbeathotsauce.com. Or find them when you pick up all your books for all your needs. And find them at your favorite retailer in town. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Eat Local Pizza. Spoiler alert, as I am following them actively on social media, Eat Local Tacos. What? Eat Local Pizza. Yes, go now. Eat Local Pizza, POS.com. You can fully customize your order online. Click that white button above the phone number 767 or pick the 12 of the best. Yes, Walleye 2020 approved. Gonna be defending champion. That's my prediction. Eat local pizza right here in Thunder Bay. Eat local pizza. Folks, this is the Michaelated Unplugged episode 123. Very special guest tonight, the one and only. Please give it up to Liv McGillivray. <laughs> oh, did I did I get it correct? Got it. That was good. Yeah, I I even like I pronounced the last name and then I I, I just like I played for a little bit for a little bit. You got it. <laughs> How many people like you explained it to me, Liv? Thank you so much for being here tonight. You explained to me in the pre-show <laughs> how to pronounce this correctly. Obviously, there is like is is there anybody who ever gets it right? Um. Very rarely. Wow. Um, lots of people butcher it, or lots of people just don't even, like, try. Mm. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. Yeah, but that's okay, right? It's like, all good. Yeah, what, 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 what is the background on that name? Do you know? Scottish. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Wow. My family is very Scottish. That's good. Yep. Mm. We're badass. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's this guy in town. I don't know if you heard about him, but he's he does snow removal in the winter, obviously, because it's winter. And he wears uh, he wears yep. a skirt, right? He wears a Scottish, I think, traditional. What? Uh, yeah, and he likes the socks, and he just well, only wears that, and he does that, and this is like his branding. It's amazing. Wow, that is crazy. Mm. He, he, but that just goes to show how badass we are. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's nothing like wearing a tartan when it's minus 40 shoveling some snow. I guess that's okay, right? <laughs> you just get those underpants that are super warm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know. They do those socks. Maybe you can get special thermal underwear as well. That's possible, I believe. I'm sure there's some sort of technology out there making those now. Yeah. You can even get heated jackets, <laughs> heated socks. Do you do you yep. like that? Do you like like you could push a button and then it, it's warm for you? Yeah, pretty much. I am like always cold. Oh. So 
I don't do well in winters here. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. So anything that I can turn on to heat me up, we're good. Yeah. And then they nowadays, they even make cars where you get ventilated seats. Oh, yes. That's like mandatory. Is, is it, it, it is nice, right? Yes. I've been in not... the heated steering wheel. Oh, uh, yeah. I... You don't have to wear anything yeah i forgot my gloves again <laughs> i'm okay don't worry about it just push that button <laughs> exactly yeah interesting it so now you you mentioned that you are in like in with the heat and the cold and like you work out a lot right obviously or what is that is, yeah. that is that is that a wrong assumption or is that the correct assumption is it <laughs> That's a correct assumption. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't, you know, I want to be careful and I want to use the right words. And because I have huge respect for what you do, the way I've been following you, the discipline is, is, unbe is unbelievable. <laughs> like the working for whatever it is, you know, I hope you tell us and maybe I should know, but the, it's just like... <laughs> It takes everything, everything focusing on that one thing. It does, yeah. Your whole life has to revolve around it, basically. That's crazy. But I love it. Yeah. It's good. It's Honestly, I, I really uh, do better when I'm in a routine like that, a very tight schedule. Okay. Um, so it, it kind of, it doesn't feel like I'm really working hard. Like, obviously, there's times where... Mm. It sucks. You're getting up for cardio or you're just tired. You don't feel like training. But mm -hmm. once you mark that off your to-do list, it's, it's a really good feeling. Yeah. So I understand. I guess it's a mindset and the routine helps you. Yeah. But what happens like when you get that craving? What happens? Do you have that still or you just like, no, you're, you're over it? Yeah, I definitely do. Um, I just, my my biggest thing is just go to sleep, go for a nap, okay. <laughs> drink lots of water. Water helps, you yeah. You kind of have to just push through it, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's amazing how much water you can drink and satisfy the body in its way. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I used to, I had to get a blood test like way back. I think you have to do it annually and if you check up or whatever, you should when you're a certain age. Yep. And, you know, you, I think it's still like that where you usually you're not allowed to have any food before 20, 12 hours, 24 hours. I don't know. Yeah, you have to fast or something like that. Yes. And that's really hard for me. Like my me metabolism is really quick. Like, yeah, I, I, my food just disappears and that I'm active, but so to so I always try to get early mornings, and then I could only get nine, nine thirty, maybe that was the earliest. Getting away from work that day, I still remember this. And yeah. I went to the gym in the morning, of course. <laughs> back in the of days course. when we were able to go, when it was allowed, yeah. <laughs> and I had I had so much water, and they wanted a sam the pee sample too. So I got there and I had to pee anyways already because obviously I had so yeah, much water. And then I put it, <laughs> and you have to, like, you put that where all the other samples are because they pick them up. Somewhere. Oh, I know. Isn't that weird? <laughs> I know. It is. 
And then it is. And my sample was like water. <laughs> and all the other ones like, <laughs> because I had so much water because I needed to because I was so hungry. That's hilarious. Uh, and then I finally got out of there and then I I ate. But it's 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 interesting how water Like people survive on water only in in certain conditions for two yeah. two three days, I think it's possible for a week. I don't, I'm not sure, yeah. but it's possible. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Like water is the like one thing that like you must have. You know what I mean? Like, mm. yes, water is everything. The body is water. Lots of water. And then there's also uh, this assumption that every single water on the planet has been consumed before and by somebody or because there's so many people, right? Just like imagine this. Yeah, that's so weird. I've never thought of it like that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good one. I know, right? So yeah. <laughs> didn't want to, yeah, I didn't want to break this to you, but that's, there's, there's, People do math and they break the science and then they crunch the numbers and then they say, yeah, every single water has been yeah. used up like this already before. <laughs> It's crazy. They do the same thing at the space stations too, though. You know, they recycle the water yeah. and then they drink it again. Oh, yeah, I guess so, right? Yeah. There's, this is the most I've really thought about water. <laughs> mm. How much water do you drink a day? Um, I usually aim for like four liters a day. Wow. Um, but it varies. Some days I get a little bit less. Some days I'll get more. Mm -hmm. How do you like to drink it? Warm or cold? Ice cold. Ice cold. You don't get brain freeze? Love cold water. No. My sister hates cold water though. Mm. So at my parents' house, we have water that's in the fridge And then we have room temperature water, so we can accommodate for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like mine room temperature, weirdly. If it's cold, I can't drink as much. Really? I just I just go through the pain <laughs> when it's super cold, but it's, it's so refreshing. <laughs> yeah. No pain, no gain. Exactly. Is that true, do you think? Oh, 100%. Okay. 100%. Why? Why do you believe that? Um, I don't think that anything that's worth having is going to come easy. Like, it's going to be uncomfortable getting that thing or working for it. Um, and it's not always going to be, like, sunshines and rainbows. Mm -hmm. um, anything that you can get without that pain or uncomfortability is usually short-lived and it's not as valued. Okay. So it's most yeah. it's almost like you don't see what you what people put into how they achieve things, right? But yeah. Like I can I project this now on myself, for example. I do a podcast, you know, I I set things up. It's not just I'm here with you tonight. It's there's a lot of work. I contacted you, I booked you in, all those things. Yes, I agree with you. And I you know that I like that explanation. <laughs> I I I wonder though if like there's a limit though, right? Where you have to be still finding balance. Yeah. Um I think that there's a time where you kind of have to just 
look and assess the the risk and the reward and the pros and the cons of it. And I think it just boils down to what's going to make you happiest at the end of the day. That's good. Yes. Because happy is, is balanced and happy is good. Yeah. Mm, Okay. You, for anybody who doesn't know you, you've been competing, obviously you, you did, you were second place, right? To Toronto? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was, in, uh, I think it was 2017. I, it was the provincial, so it was the last year before um, the association that uh, bodybuilding is in Canada. They kind of switched their association around. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't, there isn't a provincial competition now. It's more so you do a regional show. And you qualify for a pro qualifier, which is a national show. Yeah. Um, and they're usually pretty big. So you show up and everybody's trying to get that pro card there. Mm-hmm. Um, as before, there was a little, there's a couple more steps there. So you do regional, then you do provincials, and then you'd qualify for a national show. Okay. And you, we. So I competed at provincials in 2017 and I got second place. Wow. And then I did nationals in 2018. Oof. And I got seventh place that year, but Wow. And I haven't competed since. I've taken a little break. Okay. Yeah. Why did why did you decide to take a break? Um, I think that after doing nationals, my head really wasn't in the right place at the time. Um I was kind of struggling with my relationship with food okay um especially after dieting and getting to that level of conditioning it's yeah your relationship definitely changes a lot um and then i was competing i went i tried to compete again in 2019 and my prep was just hell like i was not enjoying it okay i was just so focused on food and how it looked and i was just really not in the mental space for it. Mm. Um, so I called it quits and I was like, you know what? This is not making me happy right now. I need to take a step back, reassess everything and kind of heal my relationship with eating before I try to take on something like this again. Cause like, I, I love the sport. And during that time I was like, I hate this. Yes. Because you, in your performance, what you do you do how is the proper terminology on that? The competition is you would bikini. I, I would say it wrong. Yeah, that. I'm a bikini competitor. Yes, so I'm a bikini competitor. Yeah, you don't have to worry. I'm literally like the most easygoing person. So I appreciate. You're not going to offend right. me. <laughs> Sounds good. And if I do, you let me know. <laughs> sure. uh, the so now that's I had and- Andre right. You know him, Ryan. He's yeah, the, I'm the, real. Friends with Andre, yeah. Yeah, he's huge. He's big. So the big teddy bear. Yes, <laughs> very, very special guy. Absolutely love him. He you know, really I, is. I had the honor to have him on, and he taught, he came to the studio once it was still safe last summer, and we talked. And he, in the way he competes, it's completely different than to what you do, right? Would yes. you say so? Pardon? Yes, you. You. I ask you if you would say so. Yeah. 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 So, what is the difference? Um. Well, it's just two completely different categories to start. <laughs> yes. Um. But 
For bikini, they're not looking for super, super lean um, striations. They don't want a bunch of muscle, um, but you have to have nice full round glutes. They want it be very feminine, um, a nice proportion. So your upper body and your lower body have to be proportionate. Okay. Um, and a lot of it is just your presentation. So posing, like posing is so hard for bikini. Mm. It's, it's crazy. Like I, I just started with a new team this year and they have an exclusive posing coach and I never realized like how much work it actually is to get your posing like perfect. So how much posing do you do during a week? Uh, every single day. Every (laughs) single day. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And do you book, uh, for my team, I'm on Team Atlas, um, based out of Montreal. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, so they have an exclusive posing coach. Yes. And we're supposed to book with her like every two weeks, um, which is just a half an hour session. And she basically goes through every single step, like yeah. where your foot should be, how your arm needs to move, like everything. So I'm, I'm a total amateur and here I pulled this up for anybody. Like I got to get my face out of here. So it zooms in. Does it fix? Yeah. It's focus. I'm inverted. Yeah, so, there we go. So see, there's a red cross, a green and a red cross. And if I look at that, it's the same picture. Yeah, I know. It's just, crazy. Yeah, just like on the surface. If I wouldn't like... And then I read the description and then, you know, it says, on the left, she's trying to sit on her glute too much. It's making her look like she's leaning back. And then on the right, it's the Red Cross too. She has weight on her back leg to try and balance herself, making her lean forward. So, wow. Yeah. You have to have a very, very good eye for bikini, that's for sure. That's for the judges, right? Yeah, and the, honestly, usually it, it comes down to posing sometimes because everybody looks phenomenal. But like, if you mm. don't have good posing, somebody that might not look as good as you is could do better because their posing is better. Okay, do you think it's like confidence too? Like, like a hundred percent. Okay, a hundred percent. You have to confident hair has to be perfect makeup tan mm. nails jewelry everything yeah so then i i guess you you feel very comfortable and you feel like this is this is what you want to do and you you are confident when you put yourself out there yeah it's funny because before i ever started competing i was never i was never like that i was always very shy in front of big crowds, um, I hate public speaking. Yeah. And the first time that I did step on stage, I was actually lucky enough to be competing with my mom that day too. Oh. And like I was shaking, like I was sweating, like she had like tissues and she was backstage like dabbing my sweat so that my tan wouldn't run. Like, wow. And then by the time my second competition came around, I was just so excited. And I think I got that initial like stage fright out of the way. Mm-hmm. And I was so confident when I walked on stage. And I think that really showed. Okay. So that's interesting. You know, that you you must then really like it. I know I said that before, but yeah. I'm just connecting the dots here for my for my brain. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Because, you know, you... I feel like when, just like you said, when you when you perform 
and yes maybe you are maybe not you but maybe the the person is like 90% or 85% in like their ability but they perform and they know how to move and then they know how to present to pose and that that really like look at Arnold Schwarzenegger for example like his posing yeah. was is like is now still to date maybe i don't know but like it's crazy yeah yeah so how long do you pose because i would just cramp up um <laughs> yeah so usually i i don't do it too long because for a bikini you really have to arch your lower back so like after 15 or 20 minutes You feel like your back is going to snap in half. <laughs> wow. So that's usually where I kind of stop myself, like 15, 20 minutes, um, go through the mandatories one day. So like my front pose, my back pose, and then the next day I'll practice my walk. Mm. Then the next day I'll practice comparisons and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So just trying to keep everything fresh and not trying to overdo it. Yes. Was there a lot of female judges too, or is it mostly male judges? I think there are quite a few females on um, the panel for the IFBB shows, so for the pro shows. Um, but I've mostly seen males for just the CPA, so the Canadian Physique Alliance. Uh, there is a couple of women, but I mm. usually it's men. How do you? How? What do you think about that? Um, I think that the CPA is very professional. So honestly, I, it's never crossed my mind that it could be like a biased mm -hmm. um, opinion or anything like that. Um, but yeah, they always conduct themselves with real profession. So yeah, it's awesome. The like mm -hmm. for soccer teams, like the female soccer teams, I I I always appreciate it if the soccer coach is a female as well. I yeah. understand. I understand if it's a male, that's okay. But I feel like because there's no female coach for a man's soccer team, I've never seen that. Right? So I yeah. Think, why is that not the same? Why wouldn't we have a female coach somewhere for a man's soccer team if we have like guys yeah. talking or and teaching a female soccer team? That's yeah, like that's something sure. that's something I would like to see. And the same way also for other competitions, I feel like there's there's a lot of room for improvement in a way, because I feel like oh yeah, the judges they sh there's a difference, right? Because you would mm -hmm. think I'm not sure, but you would think as a woman you could appreciate or understand and judge better. Yeah, you see it from a different kind of perspective, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Okay. Do you know how you how judges qualify? Um. So they do a point system. Um. So it's basically they split up all the competitors in the category. So say it's bikini. Mm -hmm. There's different height classes, so they'll split up um, into a couple different classes based on height. And then it's compared that way. Okay. Um, so they'll do like first call outs, which would be like the first lineup, the best of the group that they've seen. Mm. Second call outs would be like second best. And that's how they kind of narrow it down. Um, and then usually the winner of each class goes up against each other. 
to determine like an overall winner. Okay. So, w- so and then it's just based on proportion, condition, um, overall look, posing, that kind of stuff. Okay. So mm-hmm. mm, you said condition, but the first one, like how the body is com- composed, right? Yeah. That's not really changeable, is it? I mean, I think that for some, like, it depends on genetics, yeah, but I think that there's, it's crazy how you can manipulate oh. how your body looks by adding muscle in certain places. Interesting. Um, yeah, so, like, it, building your back and your shoulders is going to make you look like you have a smaller waist. Mm. Um, different ah. poses are going to be able to showcase your strengths and hide your weaknesses. Okay, so the perception changes. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, that's good. See, I'm so small-minded, I didn't think about that. (laughs) (laughs) All good. So how did you you end up there in 2017? Was that your first? Um, So 2017 is when I did Provincials. I actually did my first show here in Thunder Bay in in 2016. Okay. Yeah. Um... So I, I've always kind of been in a gym setting. My dad is super into working out. Um, he's a black belt in jujitsu. Um, yeah, my brother and my sister are wrestlers. So mm. we've always been in some sort of gym. Um, so I started working out with my parents at Fitness Plus when I was in high school. Nice. When I was still open. Yeah. Yeah. It, w- it was kind of nice. Me and my dad are a lot alike, so we butt heads very easily. Mm. And uh, when I first started working out, I was very, I think I was just very unsure and kind of insecure. And so I kind of just didn't want to be seen working out. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, you're a big baby. And I eventually kind of branched off on my own and I got my own gym membership. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I started working out for, I want to say it was maybe like a year or two. And then um, I was approached at the gym by somebody who was oh. saying that I should do a competition. They're like, you look awesome. There's a show coming up in Thunder, like in town, like you should do it. And honestly, I was just like, sure, why not? Like, mm-hmm. seems fun, like easy enough. So that's how I kind of got into that. Yeah. And those, the show here qualifies you, right? If you, if you, um, yeah. yes. That's yeah. amazing. So I, I ended up winning the overall then wow. at that show. First time and boom. Yeah. What? Yeah, it was awesome. It was crazy. How did, <laughs> how did that feel? It felt awesome. Like, I, especially just being so nervous leading up to it. Okay. Um, when I finally got on stage and I, I did my thing and then I got called back for finals and they told me I won the overall. I was pretty excited. Wow. It was nice. The whole family got to be there to watch me. My mom was there backstage. She competed as well. Mm-hmm. My aunt was there. Wow. Competed. Yeah. So that runs obviously in the family then. <laughs> yeah. So my, my mom, well, my mom kind of did it because I was doing it. My dad was, he's obviously super into working out and that kind of stuff. So he, he encouraged her to do that. And it was, it was nice to kind of go on that journey together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my aunt had competed a couple times before, actually. Okay. So she did the Thunder Beach as well. Yeah. What What do you feel when you work out? When you 
you move your body, you lift a certain weight, you do a certain exercise, you know, you go through your training and then you're done. What happens in your mind, in your thoughts? Um, like, so when I walk out on the stage? No, we can talk about that too, if you like. Or yeah, let's talk about the stage first. <laughs> I'm, I'm fascinated. Okay. I'm like, I can explain it from my side, for example, when I work out, sometimes I watch TV when I do cardio and, and I shouldn't probably because I can put more effort into when I just focus on, I can listen to music and then I can focus on my legs. I can focus on, okay, yeah. I can focus and I feel better. I know I can push. If I watch TV, then I, I would almost say I perform 20% less in my ability. Yeah. Um, well, when I'm working out, I definitely like music, but I can listen to anything and like, I don't have to have music on. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of like my my time to just kind of work out so I'm in the zone and like whatever's happening around me is isn't really so important. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people will like come up to me at the gym and be like, what's wrong? Like, mm. are you okay? Like, sad. And I'm like, no, I'm just here to work out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They always tell me I'm so serious. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm just yeah. focused. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Okay. So in a way that's you just are totally in it. Yeah. I, I will admit, though, I do watch Kardashians when I do cardio. Okay. <laughs> sure. Why not? Right? It's entertaining and it makes the time pass. So, yeah. It, you know? I know. It's, <laughs> how much cardio do you do per day? Um, so I don't track my cardio as like in time i do it in calories ah. um so when i was prepping i was doing 500 calories of cardio okay. um six times a week all right so it would usually take me like i kind of split it up so 250 calories in the morning 250 post-workout yeah um it would take me like 30 minutes both sessions like so an hour maybe mm. over an hour each day yeah because you keep your heart rate lower um sometimes it depends if i'm trying to get it done and over with like if i'm really dreading it mm. i'll just go all out and get it over with and my heart rate will be really high but um for the most time it's i usually keep it at like 130 to 140 yeah because like I'm no, I'm no expert, but like we, in sport and cardio, you can, there's two kind of um, workouts usually where you, you, you can burn your system, right? You can, you can like, you go and you push and eventually the body uses resources that like are, it's, yeah. I, I don't want to say dangerous, but if you do it for too long, you, you really push. All right. And then there's like, okay, you're going to go low effort and you do like maybe a max 150 for the heart. Because yeah. then, then you correct me if I'm mistaken, but like after 20 minutes, the body burns only fat as a resource, not the, not the stored sugar. And because you want, is that what you want? You want to burn stored fat or that doesn't matter? Um, yeah. So I would say it's definitely preferred to be burning fat um i usually do mine lower intensity just to try to preserve muscle when i'm doing uh, uh cardio during prep but okay. what happens to yeah. muscles if you do high cardio 
high effort cardio? Well, it's more so just like um, the combination of not eating as much as I'm used to plus cardio. So you're in such a big deficit that okay. you're just trying to hang on to as much muscle as you can. <laughs> right. Because the body would, yes, the body would take away the substance from the muscle to compensate. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yes. I, I know that one. All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm just fascinated how how much effort and how much you really put into it, and as I I have huge respect for that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, the because you know, like I like working out, but I don't know if I could do it that way. Like it's like. Yeah. No, I feel that I've definitely gone through periods where I'm not as into working out. Um, but it just, it makes my day so much better. Yes. Just being able to get that workout in and it's, it's almost like therapy. Mm -hmm. Like I look forward to doing it every day. Yeah. Even if I have a bad workout, it's better than not working out at all. And like, I can still check that off my list at the end of the day being like, okay, you moved your body today. You mm -hmm. did something that was good for you, whether you felt like it or you didn't. So. Yes. I feel the same way. It's like. It, it's a big difference if I was able to be active and you know I, I alternate like usually on the days where I do podcasts I do upper body and then I do cardio and then I throw legs in between on the other days but it's it's yeah. it needs to be completed you know mm -hmm. for me it's like I, I motivate myself by it feels good and I feel more alive I wake up again like I was really tired tonight And then I did an hour of cardio and now I'm here and that's good. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So you qualify then obviously for the the provincial. You you go there as well. How much time did you have? Um between shows you mean? I I think it was a year. You had one so year. So I, wow. I did provincials in twenty seventeen. And then I had a year until nationals in 2018. Wow. Which was also in Toronto. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's a, is that a long time or is it a short time for you? Would you say? Um, it's not as long as you would think it is. Mm -hmm. um, it flies by pretty fast. If you think of it, usually like typically a prep is about 12 weeks is like an average prep, I'd say, for most people. Yeah. Um, so that's a pretty big chunk of time out of the year. Mm -hmm. um, and plus, you want to give yourself some time to recover from your prep. You want to be eating more, reverse diet, um, and then grow enough muscle in that shorter time frame before you start dieting again. So yeah. the longer that you have between shows, I would say the better for like improvement's sake. Um, and just like general health, honestly, like, especially when you're pushing yourself to that mm. dream. Okay. So do you think you, you pushed too much, too hard? Um, I think that I was very caught up in the fact that I uh, had a lot of people like watching me and expecting me to compete. Mm. Um, and then on top of not having the best relationship with food. I think that was just like a recipe for disaster, honestly. Like okay. it was just too much pressure um, that I was kind of putting on myself yeah. when I look back in hindsight now. But mm. 
it was definitely I it could have benefited from more time off for sure. Understood. Do you feel like is that because you driving for perfection? Like you discipline? Is that is that who I, you are? I am very um I I wouldn't say like I'm like a huge perfectionist, but when it comes to competing and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff, like everything needs to be done in a way that I can look back on it and I can know that I didn't cheat myself or yes. cut any corners. Yeah, so it's all in or nothing, like, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. You give it your all and this is because mm -hmm. you value it. Yeah. Mm. Is that uh, have you been always like that or is this is is it your character? Um I am very passionate about the things that I I do enjoy. Um but bodybuilding is definitely like mm -hmm. the one thing that has changed everything. Yeah, I can understand that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really you know, I did when we had our first chat Lisa and I we six years ago now six and a half years ago she was off on madly for a year and i was able to in the mornings before work i went to the gym and i was there like at 5 45 and i left like at 7 30 and you know there's only certain kind of people in that mornings there and it's yeah. like it's very you you know the people that are there you don't some you say hi to some they they're they don't and that's okay yeah. And then you just like, it's like your own, it's, that's already motivation because you know, they're there every day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, do you, and, you know, it's, it's kind of like that too in the, in like uh, the fitness industry around Thunder Bay too, is like just the group that I have around me is another source of motivation because they all know that like what my goal is and they're all there cheering me on and telling me I, can do it or giving me advice on something like so that's awesome too that's beautiful mm -hmm. that's, that's very strong you know because yes you are very strong too but i feel like when we as humans work together we're always stronger yeah exactly i think a lot of people think that bodybuilding is just like a one person sport and It is in a sense, but at the same time, like there's a village that helps bring you to that place. Mm. And Thunder Bay seems to be a, a hot place for any kind of development for like bodybuilding, bikini, or even world strongman. Like we have Max is right now, right? He's in, in California right now. We. Andre, yeah, he's uh, in the finals. Yeah, and then Andre Vian competed last year too. And, you know, there's more people I'm not aware of, 100%, but it's just like, yeah. it's amazing what we what we have here, the performing and the... There's nothing else to do here, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> you think in so? In the middle of nowhere. You either play hockey or you bodybuild. <laughs> okay, that's, yeah. So and you do bodybuilding in the summer, I guess, and then you play hockey in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know. I feel like they. I feel like they're. I feel like Thunder Bay has a lot to offer in a way t for everything, but it makes. Yeah. I, I'm still amazed, so that we have that presence, and there are those. 
there are those movers, you know, there are those people and they are, they are out there. Yeah. It's amazing. So you, you had one year and then you went. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I, I got seventh place at that show. Um, I actually, I don't think I've ever actually said this to like anybody outside of my circle, but I, I didn't practice my posing at all. Oh, wow. Okay. Like that whole. Rest. Wow. Yeah. And they changed how they wanted their poses. So they, they changed the mandatory posing. Um, so I actually, I remember standing backstage and they had us lined up, um, ready to go out once our class was called. Yeah. And I remember just like peeking around the curtain and like watching the lineup of girls posing to see how they were posing. And I was like, okay. Oh, wow. That's what I got to do. No way. Yeah. So yeah. when did they switch it? Um, so it was called the OPA before. So it was Ontario, I don't even, Physique Association, I think was called. Mm. Um, and then they changed it to CPA as Canadian Physique Alliance. Okay. So rather okay. than just being for each province, they just did all of Canada under one association. That's That's a good move. Yeah. And then they did change up the posing a bit. So we had quarter quarter posing so it's like you had your front pose side pose back pose and then side pose again before you turn to your front wow um and now it's just front and back so you had oh so you had two poses only yeah yep okay do they need like 15 seconds on stage wow Mm -hmm. would they disqualify you if you would do the wrong posing no, I think you you just get um, points added or deducted rather. Okay, yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. So, so you did you? So what was your thoughts? Were you like, oh shit, I fucked up? Um, when I got seventh place, I no, I mean like I before that. before you went out, like when you had to watch the other ones, and oh. you were like, um. It's funny because I actually wasn't even really like that nervous about it. Okay. Um, yeah, I was, I knew I like practiced posing like before, obviously. Mm. So I wasn't, it wasn't like I was completely new to it. Mm. Um, but yeah, like I was like, oh, well, this is thinking back now. I probably should have posed and practiced a lot more. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. So that is then actually really impressive then. Right. If you, if you would, is that be correct? If you didn't practice and then are you satisfied with that? Then, um, I mean, like I'm not satisfied with that because mm. like I could have done a lot better. Um, but I do think that my lack of posing did reflect on my placing for sure. Okay. What was your goal? What was, what were you there for like what placing was you going for yeah what did you what did you aim for number one always number one always number one always yeah do you meditate no okay do you i'm not like i'm i'm bad at turning my brain off and i'm brat like i've I've never been a good Mm. meditator or anything like that yeah do you visualize um i have before yes yeah 
because I, I'm like in that level of competition, I'm pretty sure, you know, it might be part of it in a way where you, you, yeah. you, you, you prep yourself in that way as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like definitely thinking about getting that first place medal, like mm -hmm. on when you're doing cardio is like, it's a good kick in the butt for sure. Yeah. <laughs> It's amazing what the mind can do, right? Oh, for sure. Do you, do you agree that the mind has total control over the body in a way when you are in certain conditions where you train and you push? I yeah. I think that I think that in order to master your body, you have to master your mind. Okay. So what I mean is like you have to be really, really mentally strong And I think that if you can reach that level, your body will follow with it. Okay. How do you achieve mental toughness for you? Um, mainly just like telling myself not to be a little bitch about things. Okay. <laughs> um, just I know what I need to do and you just have to do it. You don't give yourself enough time to think of excuses or mm. talk yourself out of it. That's a huge thing that I've learned over the years of competing is, especially when it comes to cardio, is the more you procrastinate, the worse it's going to be when you finally do it. Yes. So just get it over with. In the morning? Is that the good time? <laughs> um, I have done faster cardio um, in the past for preps, but the last prep that I did, I didn't really make a huge priority of doing it first thing in the morning. Yeah. Um, I usually do it like in the afternoon. Okay. Mainly because I wake up and I'm starving. <laughs> yes. I, I understand. First. Yeah. Makes total sense. What kind of cardio do you prefer? Mm -hmm. If you do. Um, stair climber or bicycle probably. Yeah. Like I have a stationary bike in my basement right now and that's mm -hmm. what I've been using. So. Yeah. It, it sucks at the beginning though, I must say. Like you really have to build up. Mm. some endurance on that and it gets better the more that you do it for sure yeah what do you think about running oh i can't run i suck at running mm. okay horrible at running my yeah. my joints would not mm. be okay <laughs> yes i i respect that you know i i i don't think mine would last much longer either i'm more of a bike guy right now Treadmill is easy on yeah. the joints, but like, yeah, I I like running too, though. So, I have mad respect for people that can run mm. because I just I I can't do it. My shins, I get the worst shin splints ever. Uh, okay, <laughs> my knees too. My knees get achy. My yeah. hips get tight. Yeah, don't do it then. No, it's just not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Is flexibility huge and big, like for you and the competition? Yeah. 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 So um, I try to stretch every day. I'm not, mm. like, I, I don't really enjoy stretching. I think it's boring, but um, it's definitely important, especially with posing. It's so big. Um, if you're not, yeah, like if you can't bend a certain way or, You're, you have a tight muscle that's restricting your, ra your range of motion, then mm -hmm. that's going to 
impact your posing and the way you move and everything. Yeah. So I assume, I assume then you have you are very good and you are you are learning to listen to your body. You know when yeah, yeah you know what's going on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure, especially over the last few years I've become a lot more in tune with my body and how I'm feeling and I know exactly why I'm feeling that way, so. Mhm. Mm is is a uh, injury did that ever happen or did you were you were you good? Um, no, I've never had an injury yet. I'm going to knock on wood real quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but I do like my family we have pretty bad backs. I get that from my dad and my sister. Mm. She has some issues with her back too. Um but a lot of it just boils down to I think how we train and how we're rehabbing that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. lots of massage therapy, chiropractors, um, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Luckily my dad went through the worst of it, so we kind of know like what steps we need to be oh, taking okay. to yeah. take care of ourselves so we don't get to that yeah. point. I've seen many times now there's a lot of athletes and you know i hope that's okay to say i would consider yeah. you an athlete as well there's sometimes people they use those suction cups on their skin oh yeah the cupping yeah are you doing that too um i've had it done one time okay but um yeah no i honestly it feels pretty good i'm not gonna lie um i got it done on my back interesting It was a little bit uncomfortable. It's almost like it feels like kind of like pinching almost because mm. your skin is being sucked up so hard, but it felt really nice after. Yeah. Is that like when they put needles into you too? That's what's that one called? Uh, sometimes Oh, they... acupuncture? Yeah. Have you tried that? Yeah. Mm. I haven't, but I've had dry needling done. Ah, yes. I don't know if you've heard. I've heard about that. Yeah. 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 In physios. Yeah. Physio, physio stuff, right? Yeah. Recovery and like, shit, you work out too much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Interesting. So recovery, do you, do you know when you need to recover? Is recovery a thing for you? And what about cheat days? So recovery is huge. Um, I think that this is definitely something that a lot of people don't really realize, like how important it is either. Mm. Um, just even just the importance of good sleep, like it's super important. So I think taking like at least one full day off from everything, cardio, training, that kind of stuff, just let your body chill mm. is really important. Okay. Um, and for cheat meals, um, I actually went like five months without a cheat meal. What? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. During prep. Um, so I, I don't, I've kind of, I've done it both ways in the past. So I've had coaches that are like, okay, have a weekly cheat meal. Mm -hmm. um, and I've seen progress. Obviously I saw progress that way as well. Um, but I just started with a new coach this year and He doesn't do cheat meals, okay. so you just follow the plan, um, and yeah, All maybe right. one day he'll let you have a hamburger. 
Yeah. So were you jealous then when Andre got his cheat days and he said, let's have another burger? Um, it's funny because people are always like, oh, you'll get jealous or you, you're sad that you're missing out on it. And I'm mm. like, no, this okay. is what you need to do. You need to make another one for me and eat it for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I know there's going to be food. Like, yeah, there will always be food. I'll have that meal just one day, but the goal is more important. I, I don't know if you know the soccer player Ronaldo. You know, he, he, yeah, yeah he's like, he is a dad too. Father's Day tomorrow. And he has a son and, you know, he's like, he's one of the top players there have ever been, you know, and to on that level, on that performance in his age now, I think he's like, he's past 35, I think. Correct me if I'm mistaken. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I'm not going to look this up, but I mean, like, he was asked and his son was there in like on in an event and he's they ask about do you do you and a very direct question too and he was he took it the way he did and they asked him so what's happened how are your sons or your this son is this son gonna be the next Ronaldo? Does he have what it takes? Asking the father in front of everybody. And the father says, Ronaldo says, and I'm just it's not a quote but just a generalization And he says, yeah, well, he still likes Pepsi. He drinks iced tea. He likes chips and candies. <laughs> <laughs> and he just like, he, he just said when you, you just have to give up almost everything that other, pe yeah. other people do what you think is okay to be on that level. Yeah. You have to be doing everything that every other person isn't doing. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Um, honestly, I, I love that feeling, knowing that I'm going to go to greater lengths than somebody else. Um, because when you do place high or you get that win at a show, you know exactly why you won. Okay. It was all worth it. So it's motivation? Um, in a sense, yeah. Um, but it's also just self-discipline and holding yourself to that standard. Mm. Okay. I respect that. Do you, yeah. do you cold shower? Um, I have. It depends. If it's after cardio, then yes. Yes. But otherwise, I'm usually pretty cold. <laughs> yeah. Is, is Especially that... when you get down to the leaner body fat. Yeah, I'm wrapped up in sweaters and... Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I wanted to ask about that. It's not genetic. Is it genetically? Or is it has it to do with the blood pressure? I think um, sometimes like... I don't know, honestly. Yeah. I'm not sure either. That's a good question. Mm -hmm. I know like I'm always hot and Lisa is always cold. And so it's, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Perfect match. Yeah, it works. <laughs> so that's all right. And, you know, I don't, I'm not sure about that. So I, I'm a, I will have to look it up. And if I find it, I'll let you know. Sounds good. <laughs> so right now, you know, we've be you... 
obviously I'm following you on Instagram. I've, I've, I feel it's inspirational, the dedication, the work you do, and it motivates me to, to do my stuff. Now you, you've been very active. You know, gym's been closed, obviously for time. I've seen now when I drove through town the other day, everybody's outside and they're, they're pumping iron now there or they do classes outside all over town. I kind of like that. It's, yeah. it's interesting yeah. to see. What what do you feel about that? Yeah. Um. See, like, I think that that's awesome. But I just, I can't see myself having a good workout outdoors for some reason. Mm -hmm. I'm more of like, I need that indoor equipment. Everything has yeah. to be set up. Um, I tried doing the whole like home workouts thing mm -hmm. during the first part of the lockdown and it lasted like a week. And then I was like, okay, well, we're just going to enjoy summer and we'll pick up working out when we get back to the gyms. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Is that like how you would do training anyways? Would you take time off at all if you compete? What do you mean? Like in swimming, oh, for... for example. In swimming, I compete, like I did like competition swimming and I trained five times a day, competition yep. on the weekend. And we would like, this is, it's a season. And then you, you perform, yeah. you, you get to the peak and then summer is like, see you later. And you, yeah. you're gone. And then yeah. I always didn't like that because then you come back after six or eight weeks and you start over. I don't like that. I, yeah. So I, yeah. maybe it's changed now, but how is that for you? Yeah, so um, ideally you want to be training like all year round. Mm -hmm. um, and then when gyms first closed down, I definitely took a good chunk of time off. Um, and honestly, it was, it was probably the best summer that I had though. Um, nice. Just being able to spend time with friends and not have that pressure or... Um, we did lots of walking and hikes, so I still was active, just wasn't in, like, the traditional sense that I was used to. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then now, are you, are you, what's, what's happening? What are you, what is your goal now? Where are you? What, what, what do you want to reach for? Um, so I actually just ended a prep that I was doing. I was going to compete originally next month okay um but then the show got postponed oh. um till september okay yeah Shit. and i was still gonna compete um but after talking to my coach we kind of determined that it's best to just have do an off season um grow as and improve the points that i need to improve on um work on my posing that kind of stuff and then see how things are going by fall time and then determine what we're going to do then, whether I'm going to compete in the winter or mm. just going to wait till next season to compete just because I, I don't want to work that hard just for a show to be canceled last minute. Yeah. Was it a bummer? It was, um, I had been prepping for about 20 weeks. I want to say at that point. Um, wow. yeah. Wow. So I was definitely like, getting to that point where I was like, okay, let's figure out what we're doing. Like, I need to know, am I going to keep like pedal to the metal or yeah. wow. am I going to 
like take a break. So I was, it was nice to be able to take a little break and just have that mental break as well. Mm. But I'm, I feel so much better being back into a routine again. Like I'm mm-hmm. still doing my cardio, still following my diet. Yeah. So. Now, this competition and the competing is like I saw on Team Atlas. There's women and they are like 45. You know, this is still happening in all age groups. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So there's um, there's an open bikini, which is just an open category. And then there's masters. There's grandmasters. So there's age limits on those ones. So it's like you have to be 30 mm-hmm. and 35, I think, is grandmasters. 35 plus, I think, is grandmasters. Okay. I might be wrong on that. But yeah. Yeah, they have a different category for that. And the same for figure and uh, physique, all those different categories. Yeah. Do you see yourself doing this for a certain time period and then say, okay, now I'm done and now it's different? Or are you thinking about those things um, or at all? Or are you like... I definitely want to turn pro. Okay. Um, that's very nice. So I want to get my pro card. Um, and then the big dream is to compete at Olympia one day. Oh, wow. Okay. Nice. But there's lots of work to be done before I can start yeah. dreaming about that. Yeah. But, it's good to put um, that out. I definitely, though. yeah. And I, I, I don't see myself competing like past like, 30 or anything like that or 45 or anything like that. I, I can't see myself doing that, but mm-hmm. um, hopefully we can get enough work done in that time frame and get the pro card, yeah. qualify for Olympia and then see what happens then. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. You know, you, 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 Thank do you journal and do you write things down like goals like that or how does that work for you? Um, I'm a big list person, so I like to write down lists of, like, what I have to do that day. I'm very, like, to-do list kind of person. Um, and then I do kind of set goals. Like, I have a chalkboard in my room that I write mm-hmm. down, like, my monthly goals, what I want to accomplish that month. But I don't do any journaling or anything like that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because it's feel I feel like... That's really good that, you know, you have it in your mind and, you know, it's out there and you, you, this is like, this is going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I always tell my dad too, is that I'm going to make it to Olympia and then I'll fly you and mom and my <laughs> sister and my brother out and you guys can come watch me and meet all the pro bodybuilders after. So it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So how would that work? You go to a pro, you get the pro card, or how would that work? Yeah, so, so I would have to compete at a pro qualifier, um, win my pro card there, and then once you do that, you'll have your pro debut, so your first pro show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the goal at your pro show is to win first place at that show, the overall um, and get that qualification for Olympia. And then there's also a point system there. Yes. And correct me, do you have to qualify for the pro every year again and over and over again, right? 
Um, there's certain ones that you have to get an invitation to. Okay. Um, so like the Arnold's, that kind of stuff, you need to be invited to it. Um, and so that's where the point system kind of comes along. Um, with each pro show that you do that doesn't require like an invitation, you're going to be gaining points. Okay. Um, and that's where you yeah. kind of get that. Yeah. Okay. So I guess next year or this fall decisions this fall decisions will be made and then next year is a big year for yeah. you then yeah exactly we'll see if canada starts letting us travel and mm -hmm. do that kind of thing and not have to quarantine for two weeks or whatever it is yeah so. I, i think it's coming i think we're 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 pushing you know it's it feels good yeah i hope so It feels good. I think lots of people are taking the vaccine, you know. It's like the numbers are growing daily and the cases are going mm -hmm. down. It seems like it's going in the right yeah. direction. Yeah. Mm. Was the pandemic... Hopefully it keeps going. Down. Yeah, I think so. Sorry, I didn't yeah. know you want to say something else there for a second. It's no, Zoom, it's okay. What Zoom is so say? hard, right? <laughs> <laughs> Was the pan pandemic hard on you? Um, in a sense, like a lot of things didn't change for me. Um, but I do, I miss that normalcy and being able to work out at the gym and see all my push family and training my clients in person. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely miss that a lot. Mm. Um, and then just being able to do like normal things without wearing a mask or yeah. having a social distance, that kind of stuff. But I am a homebody kind of, so I don't I don't go out very much. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, it hasn't changed. But yeah, yeah, I miss the little things. I understand. The mm -hmm. I also you know sometimes you share and I know you offering training. You offering court not is it courses? You correct me. How do, how does that? Yeah, go? So, so I do. I do online coaching. So, um, yeah, so it's just basically I do custom nutrition training, um, supplement protocol, and then we do weekly check-ins. So my clients will message me, send their check-in on WhatsApp, mm -hmm. and then go through a questionnaire, how everything went that week, and then we base any changes to their programming on that. So Yeah, that's amazing. I've, yeah, I've, it's it's really rewarding. Yeah, I feel like you. Mm -hmm. how, how would you say that? Is that you know? Is that you who makes your clients, if that's the correct word, change and work that way, or are you offering help, or how does that work? Mm -hmm. I kind of think of it more as just offering guidance because um, you can give anybody the most like perfect plan for them. And if they're not ready to make that change, it's never going to happen. It's true. Um, so, so I like to think of it more as like guidance, um, passing along like my own knowledge and just my own experiences and connecting with people and just having that common see where you're, You know, I've been through the same things that you're going through, and I started off not knowing how to do this too. So, like, it's 
you have to start somewhere and it's okay where your starting point is. It's mm-hmm. just take it one day at a time to get at your own pace and keep consistent with it. That's awesome. I feel like mm-hmm. I think that's so big, you know, you 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 become part in in their lives and then you see their improvements in their health so much. Yeah. It's impressive. It's it's awesome, honestly. There's no better feeling than getting a check-in and seeing that somebody had like an awesome week and they're like, Thank you so much. Like mm-hmm. I'm so happy that I did this or I'm feeling so much better. My energy levels are better. Like it's it's crazy. Okay. I agree. I think it's it's one of the best feelings, you know, if you if you can help. Yeah. hundred mm-hmm. percent I agree. Okay. So tomorrow, Father's Day, you everybody's gonna have ice cream except you somewhere, I guess. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> my dad will probably peer pressure me into eating it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you just say no or you say yes. I don't know, but you are you are you no more yeah. cheat days because your coach said that, right? And I respect that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. How did you How did you find your coach? You don't have to tell me who it is or where he is, but just, or she, but just like, how does that happen? Yeah. So I actually followed James on Instagram for a couple of years. Um, and he, I, I kind of watched him build his coaching over the years and seeing the results that he was putting out there. And he coaches like some, most of the top Olympians, wow. um, Laura Lee, Shapatos, Jennifer Dory. Jennifer Dory got second place last year at Olympia. Um, he turned – it was crazy. He was doing all of the um, pro qualifiers. All of his athletes were there, and they were winning their pro cards. Mm. Um, so I saw that, and I was like, okay, well, I think I know who I want to coach me. Yeah. <laughs> you clearly know what you're doing, and he just has a crazy attention to detail, and he just knows – the category that bikini is so well that it was kind of like a no-brainer that i wanted Mm. to hire him as my coach yeah it's that's very very important right to find the right coach Mm -hmm. yeah would you say it's even possible to do this nowadays without a coach anymore i think it's definitely possible um but i think that Having somebody like James, who is such an expert Mm. and so good at his craft that it's like, if you can afford to hire somebody at that level who is so good at their job, then that's only going to be an asset for you. Yeah. Like, they only... It's it's good to have a second pair of eyes like that, and especially somebody who's so experienced at looking at bikini and... Mm -hmm the fact that he has an exclusive posing coach who's got a crazy eye for that as well. Um, I just, it definitely felt like the best choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think having a coach unleashes more or actually your true potential. I think, I think just like you said, you know, 
the human mind is so you didn't say that but the, the, i'm just phrasing this now the like the human mind like i would be like i'm satisfied how i am right now but then sometimes you know just a little comment and you can take it and it's not personal and then oh okay what about this one exercise you add that to your routine and then or this and that and then it's just like magic yeah exactly mm. and especially with bodybuilding um I think that everybody can agree that you get to a point where you're super self-critical and you think you look like shit when you look awesome. So it's always good to have somebody to be there and be like, no, like you're, you're good. Like, mm -hmm. don't worry about it. Don't stress. Yeah. Do you feel on social media that, you know, I don't know that proper terminology, but I talked to Tracy. She's like, she competed boxing. She's, the owner of Afloat, and she runs it together with Gavin. Oh, yeah, I know Tracy. Yeah, and she, she was used to be a really good boxer, and she is still, she probably, oh, yeah. he, she would probably knock me out. <laughs> 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 and, like, she, we talked about her career, she was on the podcast, and she said there was a dark side to it, you know, that as a, as a woman, as a, there was, there, people would try to take advantage of situations And, you know, I feel like it's always good to bring that up or ask questions about it and raise awareness. I've seen, you know, sometimes you get comments and uh, you just, like, you share them, like, you, you put that out there. How is that for you? Like, the part of it, how does, how does that all work for you? Um, yeah, so Instagram is definitely um, different, I guess you could say. Um, I think that those kind of comments and that kind of idea, I don't know, it's its never really bothered me. Um, but I think it's just because I know, mm. like, I, I really don't care to put up with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I've always been like that. Like, I've always been very opinionated. And when I don't like something, like, I will let you know. Mm -hmm. Um so I've I've honestly haven't had that many issues with Instagram or anything like that, mainly because I think that people have seen me call out people for saying some dumb yeah, shit. Rightfully so. So they know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they know that's not going to fly. Mm -hmm. That's good. I like that. You know, I I truly, I truly think that's a good response in a way where, boom. Here you go. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. So I, then would you say then, I don't know, but I, I, I guess it's changing then, like the in the world of competing and everything is being better for yeah. and safer maybe. Yeah, for sure. Okay. That's good. And I think you do your part as with that very much too, because you, you know, you just, you put it out there and then other people see it. That's how yeah. I saw it. And I was like, thank you. I, you know what? There's, there's no room yeah. for that. We Exactly. We're yeah. past that. Huh. Exactly. Okay, cool. I guess we've been here for a little bit. I'm good. <laughs> are, are you good? I'm good. Okay. Well, I'm I'm very excited. 
I can't wait to see what's going to happen in your future and what we Thank we you. will see. Um, I w again let you know that the work you do and how you shared that is very inspirational, and I f it motivates me to work out and do my part in my life to stay healthy so I can lift all my kids. <laughs> that's like always, that's always what I say. Yeah, and it's like it's really good where you want to go and that you have that those goals. You have a very good trainer now. You know, it's yeah, yeah. And so everything is being lined up, and there's greatness. I exactly. guess exactly it's coming. Thank you so much. Mm. Liv, just take around for one second. I'm gonna take us off the air, and again, thank you so much for tonight. And with that, I'm going to close off the podcast. Just stick around for one second. All right. Thank you. Thank you.